In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I am free. I am This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, 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 and happy Monday to you. Woo, yes, it's another Monday. Thank God. I'm glad to yet be in the land of the living. That means my work is not done, that I still have a purpose for uh, being here. And that means that you still have a purpose and a reason for being here. As usual, I'm sipping tea and I'm drinking an old favorite of mine. I forgot I still had some of this left and it was actually just a smidgen. It was just enough for one cup tonight. <laughs> and I'm happy about that. I am drinking a blend of apple. Well, it's called apple lemon slash pomegranate and Caribbean breeze. Wow, what a combination, right? <laughs> but it is so good. This is one of the favorites that um, I just, I think I, well, I, I don't know why I forgot about it. I guess I put it back in the cabinet and uh, maybe I drank it so much that I got tired of it, but I'm enjoying it tonight. I hope that you are sipping with me tonight. It is always a pleasure to envision that some of you are out there with your feet propped up, comfortable in your lounging cozy chair and listening to me. So if you are, call me. I'd like to hear from you. Let me know what kind of tea you're drinking just for the fun of it. You can also, if you're brave, call and give me your thoughts on tonight's topic. A part of tonight's topic, a lead-in to tonight's topic, is going to be the Penn State cover-up. The investigative report that came out confirming a cover-up. 
regarding the Penn State, um, the sexual abuse that Sandusky was convicted of. So if you have any thoughts on that, there will be a time later in the show that I will respond to comments. I do have one comment from someone on my email today. And if you have a comment, call in and they'll put you on hold until I get to that part of the show. The call-in number is 877-864-4869. I'm curious to know what you think about the whole matter. So what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to read a couple of news articles relating uh, this whole uh, story. I guess I can say this, the story continues. The drama and the trauma continue. And people, that's what, that is par for the course when you are talking about sexual abuse. The drama and the trauma continues many times for years and years. For some people, it is a lifetime. Some people never recover from this type of trauma. So I'm going to read you a few articles about the continued coverage. Um, then I will read, like I said, the comment that I have. And if any of you call, I will acknowledge your comments at that time. And then I will give you my take. Got to do that, right? I'm the host. I will give you my take on uh, the subject of course, from the biblical and the spiritual perspective and uh, throw in a little of my own personal perspective there because I am, am an overcomer of sexual abuse and I can relate personally to this, to this uh, very issue. So without further ado, here we go. Article number one. Uh, dated July 14th, 2012, J.D. Hayes uh, appears to be the author uh, from the Natural News. Um, pulled this up online today. I saw, actually, I saw this coverage um, when it came on TV, but, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't pull off, pull, pull the article up until it did today. Okay. Millions of Americans have wondered allowed since news broke that former Penn State defensive coordinator Jerry Sandusky molested young boys in the shower of the football complex. How it could have happened over the years without the knowledge and uh, tacit consent of the college's legendary head coach Joe Paterno and others associated with the program. Well, they give an answer. The answer is officially in, they say. Um, there was a full-scale investigation. I'm kind of jumping down because it is a, um, well, about a page and a half uh, article. Um, full-scale full investigation conducted by an FBI, a, a one-time former a one-time FBI director and former federal judge, Louis Frey. 
Um, he had a team of investigators. They wrapped up months uh, long investigation into these allegations that Paterno and company may have shared culpability for what Sandusky was doing. Well, the report comes back and they confirm that he, in fact, shared culpability. Okay. Um, they interviewed hundreds of people in a bid to learn how the university and its famed coach responded to the available warning signs. I want you to focus in on some keywords as I read this too. Available warning signs. There are always warning signs, people. Always warning signs, I believe. There are always warning signs of this, okay? Um, quote, our most saddening and sobering finding is the total disregard for the safety and welfare of Sandusky's child victims, another key phrase there, disregard for the safety and welfare of Sandusky's child victims, goes hand in hand with sexual abuse, goes hand in hand with it, disregard for the individuals that the, that they, uh, that the abusers molest. It's as though they are some object, some insignificant piece of, <sighs> I don't even know what, to, insignificant object, okay? Total self-centeredness, total selfishness, to absolute predatory, okay? The most powerful men at Penn State failed, according to this quote, the most powerful men at Penn State failed to take any steps for 14 years to protect the children who Sandusky victimized. In, in, uh, in bold print, it says, ignored warning signs, empowered, another key word there, empowered Sandusky. Okay by them concealing his activities from the Board of Trustees, the university community and authorities. And I'm gonna add something to that. I'm gonna add a couple of, couple of other um, scenarios or people to that that I feel also should have been notified. Um, they exhibited a striking lack of empathy, keyword, Lack of empathy for Sandusky's victims by failing to inquire as to their safety and their well-being. Uh, nothing in the report indicated that anyone showed concern regarding the victims, the parents of the victims, the loved ones of the victims, the families of the victims. Nothing in the report indicated that they cared whatsoever about the victims or made any action on the victim's behalf, okay, especially by not attempting to determine the identity of the child. They didn't try to investigate who the child was uh, that was reported back in 2001 in the Lash, Lash, 
Lash or Lash building in 2001. They didn't try to find out that child's identity, but they did alert the predator. They did alert Sandusky to the allegations. How about that? How about that? The report continued. They exposed this child to additional harm by alerting Sandusky, who was the only one who knew the child's identity. So when they brought this to his attention, he was going to know exactly who they were talking about because he was the only one at that time who could identify the child. How about that forethought? Coming up on a break, we will continue after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to awaken your creativity and unlock your greatness by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from noon to 2 Central Time on Toginet.com. Nancy is also known as the Happiness and Well-Being Ambassador. She's an award-winning author and radio talk show host. And every week on The Nancy Pristine Show, you'll hear tips, stories, and tested techniques from celebrities, star athletes, and executive business people. People who have achieved greatness in their field. Everyone deserves the ultimate life. And now you can create your own success story and achieve a brand new you by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show. The intent of The Nancy Pristine Show is to give you everything you need for happiness, well-being, and success. For more on Nancy and the show, check out her website, Nancy Pristine. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. Then listen up. You will never settle for second best again. You're going to love The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time on toginet.com. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning Rx, the radio show, is on toginet.com Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning Rx programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life-changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning Rx comes in. Call today, 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning Rx can help you with. It's not a product. It's an experience. So join us for Learning Rx, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. 
here we go again. We're continuing with the article and um, the coverage about the Penn State cover-up that has been confirmed by a lengthy um, inquiry and an investigation. This article says, Freeze team went on to conclude that inaction by Paterno, his senior staff and the university, empowered Sandusky to attract potential victims, more victims to the campus and the football events that he was a part of. Okay. Um, what can I say here? The eight-month inquiry found that Paterno, which is Joe Paterno, it states that earlier in the article, athletic director Tim Curley, the university's vice president, Gary Schultz, who was in charge of the campus police department. My goodness. This person was in charge of the campus police department. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder a lot of people do not trust the police. And University Graham Spainer never demonstrated through actions or words any concern for the safety and well-being of Sandusky's victims until after Sandusky's arrest. Um, I was trying to remember Sandusky's first name. Um, does it say his first name in here? Oh, well. My husband. Jerry. Jerry. Okay, thank you, husband. <laughs> Jerry Sandusky is who we're talking about. If you haven't heard the stories, it's a very public uh, uh, situation that has been going on for some time now. Sexual abuse of the children could have been prevented if university officials banned Sandusky from bringing the, the, the kids, the minors, on the campus after a 1998 inquiry. It was mentioned already that someone else brought an allegation in 2001. Okay. But despite their knowledge of the police investigation into Sandusky, Jerry Sandusky showering with a boy in the football facility locker room, Paterno, Spanier, Curley, and Schultz took no action whatsoever to even limit Jerry Sandusky's access to the campus. Okay. And I add to that. What about notifying his nonprofit organization? What about warning them because he was working with you through his nonprofit organization? I feel that there was an obligation to do that. What about notifying the parents of the youth. Well, of course, that didn't come into play in the 2001 situation because they didn't even bother to inquire who the youth was. Uh, I figure, I guess, if they didn't know, they figured they wouldn't have any obligation. What about, in other cases, the guardians who, who may have been, uh, there may have been guardians of some of these victims. Uh, I cannot recall. As a matter of fact, um, 
well, I don't remember if it was ever stated some of the other boys, what their living situations were, um, if they were in foster. I think some of them might have been in, you know, some some dysfunctional situations themselves. So I add, what about notifying people, other people that have a right to know? Okay. Um, Freeze report said Schultz was worried at the time that the matter would be akin to opening a Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it happened. It took some time, but it opened that Pandora's box, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it opened that Pandora's box, and I'm so glad that these young men told somebody and in 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 some cases they did tell somebody it it seemed as though maybe nothing was going to happen because they were overlooked but it took some time but this came out in the wash okay finally university officials did ban jerry sandusky from bringing the children to the campus but the damage was already done just banned him from bringing him to bringing the kids to the campus like what what like his his lustful desire stopped because he couldn't bring them to the campus if i remember right some of this was going on in his own home there was an allegation that his own uh i cannot one his son and i don't remember if it was his adopted son his foster son or his stepson but his own son accused him of molestation so some of this was going on in his own house and then i add another question where does jerry sandusky's family come into all this at where does his wife come into play because according to one of the reports i remember the the young boy who was being molested in his home was crying for help downstairs in the basement and he couldn't understand why the wife didn't re ever respond but he just decided that she must not be able to hear him well i don't believe that for a minute not for one minute sexual abuse is a community issue often than almost every time there are more people involved either directly or indirectly because they close, they want to close their eyes, they want to suppress their instincts, they know something is going on, but they don't want to get involved. The article goes on to say, um, paternal sounded a lame tone. After the scandal broke, he says, I didn't know exactly how to handle it. I believe that's true because a lot of people don't know how to handle this. And I was afraid to do something that might jeopardize what the university procedure was. Now, that's where I have an issue. That might jeopardize what the university procedure was. He was afraid to do something that might jeopardize the university procedure. If I recall, there is a mandated reporter law in that state. 
for educators, doctors, um, you know, people of that sort. I'm a registered nurse. Um, ever since I was a LVN, there's been a manda mandated reporter law. If I, uh, I don't remember the exact year when that got, um, you know, updated, but uh, as a medical person, there is a mandate. And, and we were taught in training that even if your superior, if you go to your superior and they don't respond, you are not off the hook. You are not off the hook because your superior doesn't do anything. Hey, I would be very curious to know what their law um, looked like. Did it say, okay, once you report it to your supervisor, you're off the hook? And even if it did, what about the moral obligation? He says, though, he was afraid to do something that might jeopardize what the university procedure was. So his concern was the university, the procedure, the university. So I backed away and turned it over to some other people. By all my training, that is not permissible. From my background and all my training, that is not permissible. You have so many hours to report, and if, if after um, uh, some time you see that there has been no response to the report, you still have an obligation to either report to the police or the Child Protective Agency. You're not off the hook, basically. So that's one article, and I guess I can't spend too much time on each article. Um, two minutes. <laughs> Paternal family denies free F-R-E-E-H, which is the investigator's report findings. This is from the Associated Press, Monday, July 16th. Uh, Joe Paternal's family strongly denies, keyword there, denial, denies the findings of a special investigator who described the late coach as one of four high-ranking Penn State officials who covered up child sex abuse allegations after former assistant Jerry Sandusky. There's the first name. I should have remembered that. In a statement Monday, the family says they vehemently, oh, that's adamantly, vehemently disagree with the conclusions reached by a team of investigators led by former FBI director, Louis Free, F-R-E-E-H. They said the scathing report last week said Paterno and other university officials covered up for Sandusky to avoid bad publicity. It says administrators reversed the decision to report a 2001 encounter between Sandusky and a boy after the athletic director discussed it with Paterno. Sandusky was convicted last month of 45 counts, convicted last month of 45 counts of child sexual abuse. The family has attorneys reviewing the report and says it is absolutely not the last word in the case. In that statement, I...
has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I am back, and we are moving right along tonight. And uh, like I said at the onset of the show, if you have some thoughts about this, um, this ongoing drama and this ongoing trauma, call me. And uh, we are coming up pretty soon on a time when I will discuss your comments um, on the air. I didn't see anything in that article from the paternal family expressing sorrow, concern, um, uh, anything, you know, expressing, I I don't know that I should say remorse um, per se, but um, just sympathy for the victims. Um, It just seemed to be all denial, denial. I I remember when the the story first, uh, when I first heard about this uh, a couple of days back, um, that there was another, uh, I think I read another article saying that the 
paternal family uh, confirmed or agreed that Joe Paterno could have done more about the situation than he did. But they deny or don't believe that he was involved in a cover-up, even though they, they confirmed that he could have done more. They don't believe that he was involved in a cover-up because they said he did report it to his supervisor or his superiors. And like I said, from all the training that I've had, reporting it to your uh, supervisor and your superior is not enough, is not acceptable. The whole point of passing that law, the mandated reporter law, was to advocate, was to advocate for the victims of these type of um, injustices. It's not to put a check in the square. It's not to just be able to put a check in the square. And if you're a person of, of character, if you're a person of uh, righteousness, if you're a person of uh, integrity, you'll feel a sense or an obligation to do that in some way. Um, there's, you can even do it anonymously, at least from my training. You know, coming from California, you could even do it anonymously. You don't even have to give your information. So, well, let me continue on here. Uh, I already asked the question about where is Sandusky's family in all this? Jerry Sandusky, where does his family come in to all of this? Don't tell me or don't try to convince me that they didn't know that he had some weird behaviors some strange behaviors for 14 years. You can't, you, you, you will never get me to believe that in a, in, you will just not get me to believe it. Don't try to convince me that people that knew him, you know, relatives, his wife, other friends, other associates, uh, like the people, um, you know, just people in his life, didn't pick up on some of the warning signs and the warning signals. Like I said before, sexual abuse is a community problem. Lots of people had to suspect or know something was up with him. But what do people do? The common response. The common responses are to deny to cover up, to become hostile and angry, defensive. Those are common responses to gaining knowledge of someone's sexual abuse. From my own experience, from my own experience, and I'm going to read to you from uh, some excerpts from my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, in a few minutes here, but... I don't see any callers on the line, so I'm going to read a comment from uh, a text that I received from Chanel today. She says, my comment would be about the paternal family and their response and defending their father. It's bad enough that paternal knew of the one incident and didn't take continued action. He knew 
the guy, Sandusky, was still on campus around children, unsupervised, doing nothing is just as bad as committing the sin. And you know what, Chanel? I agree with you 100%. To do nothing is just as bad as committing the act itself. I agree with her 100%. From my uh, book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, there's a section um, titled, Instead of Sympathizing with Me, that I'm going to read from. Now, every detail is not going to match this situation, but you can read between the lines and you can apply it to this situation. Okay? Instead of sympathizing with me, some of them held it against me. Do not be surprised when you tell others of your abuse. They don't believe you and or they hold it against you. This was true in my life. And I recall hearing something about one of the young men who did report it um, to the police. In fact, Um, this was true in my life. And I've heard many stories of others who experienced the same kind of reaction. As a child, this response is true. My kitty is running around like she has no sense right now. I don't know what's gotten into her. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, she threw my attention off here for a minute. As a child, this response is especially traumatic, but it can be traumatic no matter what age or gender you are. It is psychologically difficult to process and understand why anyone, specifically your family, won't believe you or help you. Why people won't help you as a victim that is psychologically damaging and it's so hard to process. Why people won't believe you or help you. I repeat, I believe this happens because they are just as responsible for your abuse as your abuser is. Deep down inside they know this and don't want to face or accept this responsibility. People don't want to face this responsibility when, they're, when, it's, when it's dropped in their lap. They don't want to face it or accept this responsibility. If they truly are not a part of your problem, your situation, your abuse, and yet they turn on you, this response is obviously Because they are the same spirit as the one who abused you. That is my spiritual perspective. Because in this book, I talk about the fact that, you know, sexual abuse, lasciviousness, lust, um, hatred, variance, witchcraft, there's different kinds of works of the flesh that are attributed to sin and that are um, edged on, if you will, edged on and inspired by satanic, demonic forces. So a person that is is, uh, righteous or has any level of rightness, righteousness in them, will automatically take an offense to something like this. And a person 
who doesn't will not be offended by it, will not be concerned about it, will be more concerned about their own selfish interest. Okay, I know it takes guts. I know it takes nerves to stand up for something like this. But if it doesn't offend you, if it doesn't provoke you in some way, then I say you are of the same spirit as the one who is the abuser. Jesus said in his word, those that are for me are not against me. He also said that we cannot serve two masters. We'll love the one and hate the other. There's no gray area when it comes to these, these types of things. It's either right or it's either wrong. It's either righteous or it's either wicked behavior. There's no gray area, okay? Perhaps they did not watch out for you or look out for you. In this case, they certainly didn't watch out for or look out for these young men. Maybe they left you in the company of someone they knew was not trustworthy because they wanted to fulfill their own selfish desires. Fits the scenario. Left you in the company of someone they knew was not trustworthy. Did nothing to separate these young men from this predator because they wanted to fulfill their own selfish desires. The football program, image of the university, the university procedures, things of that nature. They knew he slash she drank, used drugs, or had that lustful eye. Well, someone saw this man in the act of showering with a boy, a youngster. So they knew he had a lustful eye. They knew something wasn't right. The guy reported it. I think I have his name somewhere in this article. I just kind of um, went through it too fast. But um, Mike McQuarrie saw in the shower the night of February 9th. He reported it. Okay? So it was evident that he felt in his gut something wasn't right. I clearly remember throughout my life, uncles and men who gave me the creeps when they looked at me, I could see the lustful demons in their eyes. I could hear them, hear that sound in their voice, sense it in their presence. I got to Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. 
You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. And just before the break, I was giving you, uh, reading to you some excerpts from my own book. And I was describing how growing up, I even had encounters with um, men, uh, being around men who I, I, the way they looked at me made me feel uncomfortable. Things that they said made me feel uncomfortable. I could tell that they were, you know, perverted and lustful, even growing up, okay? But my uh, different relatives allowed that, allowed that in, in, in my environment, allowed us to be around men who were drinking, um, you know, um, shacking, doing, doing, cohabitating, um, living together, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, fornication, adultery, pornography, um, homosexuality, lesbianism, all different forms of sexual immorality. And being in those climates and in those atmospheres sets anybody up. For sexual abuse sets anybody up for that kind of abuse and different relatives of mine allowed it didn't have an issue with it they denied it or overlooked it and in some cases I believe I know not I believe that is because they are of the same spirit 
ungodly, wicked, unrighteous, okay? Most of us have experienced this. Yet people, men, women, cousins, aunts, fathers, teachers, cops, clergy, um, you name it. People suppress their instincts concerning this and neglect to intervene. That makes you just as responsible. Just as responsible. I don't know how seriously, um, you know, you know, admittedly, it may not be taken seriously when you report, either you do it anonymously or, or anonymously, or if you give your name, admittedly, it may not be taken seriously. Do it anyway. I've, I've reported, you know, I've reported situations, suspicious situation. I specifically was um, traveling with my husband um, with a church to a religious function, a church service, and we ended up riding in the same vehicle with a minister that I had witnessed. How should I put this? Um, when I listened to this person speak in the pulpit, it was very clear to me that they had some sexual issues from the pulpit, some immor immoral sexual issues from the pulpit. All my red flags went up. It was something I sensed in my spirit. It was very apparent to me. And they didn't do anything that day. But months later, I ended up traveling with this individual on a trip somewhere and I'm sitting there watching this person interact with a young lady who I did not know I knew she was a minor uh, but I was trying to figure out was she his daughter was she his relative of some kind I, I couldn't quite pinpoint what the relationship was but my gut was just telling me something just wasn't right because she was too familiar with him he was too familiar with her she was laying in his lap while they drove while they rode she was sleeping in his lap she was cuddled up to him um he was covering her with his jacket with his coat and and i'm just trying to figure out what is going on here Later, I get a frantic call from someone who was related to this individual who tells me that this individual uh, reported that that minister that who was over his own, had his own church. He was a pastor. He was well known. Um, this young lady reported that he was molesting her, that she was taken to him for counseling by her mother and um, concealed, it, concealed it for a while because he basically seduced her into thinking that this was, you know, good for her. But then after some time, she reported that he was molesting her. And I guess she kind of figured out that it wasn't good because rumor had it that he was also doing this um, to other 
He had been accused, accused of it before. And there were supposedly confirmations from others that he had done it before. Long story short, even though it was after the fact, when I got that news, that confirmed my gut feeling of what I was seeing in the car that day, in the vehicle that day. And I had to report. I wanted to report. And not only did I report, report it to the police, but I reported it to uh, uh, that person's mother, the young lady's mother. I confirmed what I saw in the car to try to assist with prosecuting this person. And um, I'm not sure how that turned out. So, you know, there's a, there's a likelihood that you may not, you, it may not generate the kind of response that you wanted to respond, but I mean, that you wanted to get, but get involved anyway. Get involved anyway, the best way that you can. Okay, let's see, running out of time here. That leads me to my last point. If you are a victim, if you've been sexually, sexually abused, um, if you learn of someone being sexually abused, cry out, expose the sin for what it is, expose the violation for what it is. Confess, if you are the person, confess what has happened to you. Don't try to dress it up, suppress it, deny it, or explain it away. Just like confession of faith and belief in Jesus Christ is vital to salvation, so is it vital to getting delivered from the effects of sexual violations. So is it vital to getting help. So is it vital to overcoming or, 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 or separating you from that perpetrator. Okay. I am strongly opposed and I believe God is also opposed to the idea of maintaining relations, cohabitating, being loyal to, forcing a victim, whether child or adult, to reside with or stay in contact with their abuser or abusers in any way. This is absolutely absurd. It is absolutely confusing and tormenting to the victim to have to continue to be in that environment. It will only prolong their agony, the emotional possibly physical and spiritual damage that is being done to this victim, especially if they are a child, especially if they are a child. It will also prolong and possibly prevent the deliverance, them getting free from overcoming the effects of what happened to them. <sighs> I've talked with women and I've been told about women who do this who hide it, who suppress it, who deny it, and have found that they are still bound and defeated in their emotions, their thought patterns, because of twisted loyalty to their abusers, twisted loyalty to concealing the abuse, loyalty 
to that abuser protecting their identity is not a healthy response to abuse. It's not a normal response to abuse. It is the result of a soul tie that needs to be broken. Relay this to this situation. These soul ties may be with the abuser and in some cases of incest, extended family members who aided and abetted your abuse. There were definitely extended family members involved in this case. There were definitely extended associates and friends and coworkers and involved in this case. So tonight, we again examine this issue. Our goal is to increase the awareness of this type of abuse and to reach out to those that have been victimized by it. So, confess it, cry out, report it, expose it for what it is. And we will, I'm sure, be following this case and seeing where it leads. I hope I put something on your mind tonight. I hope you stay tuned in and keep listening. Love you much. In Jesus' name. Good night. <laughs> I'm done early. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>